Welcome to Innovo Radio, your place to gather insight and wisdom for creating healthy organizations. Discover how to uncover defects in your organization and find ways to be a powerful force of change for your organization. Here's your host, David Phillips. Hello, and this is uh, this is David Phillips. Welcome to Innovo Radio. Hope you're doing well. Today, I want to talk about five practices that will help you lead better. Well, maybe six, but I want to talk about five. And I want to do it fairly simply, fairly quickly. And, um, but I think these will really grow and develop your leadership abilities, your leadership skills, and, and your followers as well. And so I love this term by Tom Peters, um, management by walking around. And, and at its essence is you get out of the office, you walk around, you go spend time with the people that, that you lead and, um, and you're out and about and you're noticing and you're observing and you're present. And when you do that, it builds credibility. It builds relationship. Uh, you see things that you would not see otherwise. So it's management by walking around. It's leadership by walking around. It's probably a better way to say it. And so if we practice that, if that's if that's a huge and primary practice that leaders uh, we should be involved in, then these five practices, when you're doing that, when you're man- leading by walking around, will help you lead much better. The first is to be available. So as you're walking around, as you're, um, as you're seeing what's going on, you're out and about, and people see you out and about. And sometimes if you're not a, a great leader, if you're not a good leader at all, that, that will uh, cause them a little bit of distress. Like, what's he out here doing? Is he, she's trying to find something. He's... But if you practice this and you practice these practices that go along with this, then when you're out and about, you become, you become there, you become available, and, and it gives the people an opportunity to interact with you, not only to get to know you, but for you to get to know them, and, and they can see that you're actually concerned. So as you're walking around, leading by walking around, just that simple act of being available gives you credibility. It builds your leadership presence. It builds the opportunity for people to have conversations with you and not see somebody see you as somebody who doesn't care about them and, and doesn't care about what's going on, that you're in an ivory tower. Um, and so this works for both nonprofit and for-profit organizations, big companies, small companies. If you're never around and then you show up, people get nervous. If you're always around and you're interacting and you're, you're having fun and you're, you're there, then people, people's idea of you change. It, it changes. So be available, be available to have a, discussion to be be available to f- fix a problem be available the the second practice is to be present you know the hardest thing to do 
it's the hardest thing to do as a parent, the hardest thing to do as a husband or a, or a wife, the hardest thing to do as a, as a friend these days is simply to be present because we've got so many distractions in our world. It's hard to be present and aware. Uh, there is this, uh, writer, a former lawyer. He does a lot with justice projects now. Um, Overseas, he's worked with the UN. His name is Bob Goff, and I was listening to a, a podcast the other day. He, he was on it, and he he talked about doing this with his spouse, his wife, and I thought it was a funny and b uh, huge. He he talked about what one of the things that he and his wife did is they went out and they bought a softball. You know, like a a girl's softball, or or actually a, just a softball. Men play softball too. He bought a softball, and so a lot of times when he and his wife are sitting there talking, they actually throw the softball gently to each other. And he said, if if I reach down to check my my phone because I got an email, then there's a good chance I'm going to have my glasses broken or get a teeth a tooth knocked out because I'm not present. And I thought this is a great thing that could be done uh, for a family, just to be present. Because we get so distracted. We're thinking about the next meeting. We're thinking about what we did yesterday. We think we're thinking about um, uh, what's going on, and, and we're not often present and listening. And so when you're present, when you're in the moment and people can see that and hear that and see you taking notes and see you um, interacting and not, not thinking about what you're going to do or looking at your phone, those kinds of things, then, then people at least know you care and are interested. They may not want you to care or be interested. It just depends on how your leadership style has been in the past, but they'll want you to be, they'll notice that and, and they'll, they'll, it'll register to them that you are there. You are aware. You are watching. You are in the moment. You are listening and you know what's going on that you're not distracted. The third practice is listening. And it's, it's, it's listening wherever you are, being present wherever you are, and listening wherever you are, whether it's in the elevator or on the stairwell or in the break room or the bathroom or in a, as you're talking to someone in a cubicle. Um, you're listening. You're asking and you're present and you're listening. And as people talk to you, whether it's about the football game yesterday or it is about an issue that needs to be dealt with in the office or on the, on the production floor, if you're listening, they can see that. That's why it's so important to be present. When you're present, you're able to listen. The fourth practice is to ask and share. 
So when you ask questions, it's not that you're being um, a rear end. It's that you are, again, showing interest. You really want to get to the root of the problem. You really want to get to uh, get to really want to figure out what is going on and to get feedback. And that's huge from a leadership standpoint. It, it shows that you care. It shows you're interested. Um, and it's not just about what's going on in the office. It's not just about what's going on on the production floor. It's about asking questions of the person showing interest in them. It's, it's relational. And if you want to lead, you got to be relational. You can't not be relational and be a leader. And so you ask questions. You ask about their day. You ask about their family. You ask about what's going on in their life, what's important to them, and ask about their kids. Uh, listen. When you ask and you listen and you're in the moment and you're listening, then you're building credibility with the person who's talking. And whether it's about their family or whether it's about an issue that they have going on at work or whether it's about a problem they could foresee happening down the road because of a decision that has already been made, when you're present and you're listening and you're asking and then you share, so it's ask and share, you share your story, they share their story, you share they say they share their perspective you share your perspective you help them understand why you have made the decisions you made or you you took the action that you took or you said what you said man if somebody thinks they i if if i think somebody above me cares about me then I'm going to follow them and I'm going to have their back. The fifth practice is to serve them. So you're in the moment, you're listening, you're asking, you're sharing. And when you see that there is a need, not just, not just in the office, but maybe even personally, when you see that and you do something about it, you execute on it, you serve them, you do something nice for them, then it builds your leadership credibility and that goes through the roof. And people will follow you. And let me give you an example of how that works in real life. So I have changed companies, I've changed organizations, and now I'm working for a, a global organization with a lot of employees. I'm part of a team, um, and uh, my direct supervisor um, is a great guy. He's probably younger than me. I just happened to join at this level in this position and it's and it's quite all right and I'm happy with it. It's a it's a great position. So um our product uh had an, a re, had a release earlier this year and it didn't go very well. It took 4 or 5 6 weeks to kind of get everything calmed down, get the software functioning as it should and and there were a lot of long nights trying to get some things done. There were a lot of long 
days, there was a lot of stress. There was a lot of emails. There was, it was a rough, rough summer. And a few, a month or two ago, um, it was a Friday and I had had a very busy week with a couple of large calls with a couple of large customers. And I got a call on Friday. I got a message on a Friday from my boss and he said, Hey, go take your wife and your family out for a really nice dinner tonight. And so I sent him a message back and I said, well, I really do appreciate that. First of all, thank you very much. I also wanted to let you know that, um, I already have reservations for me and my wife. My son is with my in-laws tonight, but I have, have a, um, um, have a reservation for some dry aged beef. I'm giving you an idea what the tab's going to be. He said, Oh man, I've never had that before. I never had dry aged beef. I said, Oh, it's delicious. You should try it one time. And so I said, uh, he said, knock yourself out. He said, drinks, appetizers, get whatever you want, get dessert, get coffee afterwards, whatever you want, put it on the corporate card. I'll approve it. Life will be grand. So I did. My wife and I went went to the, one of the top 50 steakhouses in the country in downtown Atlanta, and $250 later, I walked out a very happy man, my wife as well. And because of things like that, being present, my boss knowing what's going on, not only with the product, but knowing what's going on with me and the, and, and the week, listening to the things uh, that I have said to him, listening to the things, uh, seeing the things that had, had, I had done, observing all of that, asking questions, knowing who I was, and then taking uh, the time to say, you have really worked hard. Let me serve you by... Let, uh, saying go do something really nice you, you know what the impact that has on me as a follower it puts his credibility through the roof it, it puts his leadership qualities through the roof and I'll follow him and I'll listen to him and when things get tough or when he says something that I don't really like I'll think back and realize he you know, he's doing his job and it's not that he doesn't care about me because he's already demonstrated that he's care- he cares about me. He's already executed on that reality and so it makes it easier to follow. When you execute, when you serve, when you listen, when you're present, when you ask, when you share, when you're available, it makes a huge difference. So if you will practice leadership by walking around and and practice those five things related to that, that will build your leadership. That will build your, um, I want to say quotient. Uh, I'm trying to, have been trying to come up with a phrase for that. It'll, It'll build your leadership credibility in ways that you might never imagine. And it, people, if you are, honoring people and loyal to them and serve them, then they will be honoring to you and serve you. They will love you 
and they will care about you and they will do things. Thanks for listening in today and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode of Powerful Insight. For more up-to-date information and tips to help you on your quest for change, head over to the website at www.wdavidphillips.com and sign up for our newsletter. 